Welcome to the Infinite Living Project with me, your host, Dr. Ryan Cleland. From exercise, nutrition, functional and regenerative medicine, supplementation, testing, and so much more, we bring you all things health in a real, raw, no-nonsense approach to getting and staying healthy. So let's get started. Hey, everybody out there. This is Dr. Ryan Cleland, and welcome to the Infinite Living Podcast. Uh, Today, we're going to talk about hormones again, but main reason being is I've just been uh, inundating myself time and time again with, uh, or lately, with just all this hormone information. And, and when I talk about hormones, I'm not just talking about testosterone, estrogen. You know, there's also thyroid hormone, cortisol. I mean, it's just this huge, huge puzzle that is vitally important to all of our health. Um, you know, not everybody, you know, just because we're talking about hormones, we're not talking about everybody's going on testosterone therapy. We've also got to control our cortisol because our cortisol can steal pregnenolone, which um, they actually call in the functional medicine world, the pregnenolone steal, and it can cause problems um, with our sex hormones. So again, they're all interrelated. And, and again, thyroid, we've done thyroid, uh, talks on different blood works and things like that, that you can do. But it's also not only knowing that you watch tests to run, but it's also knowing, you know, in this world, um, you know, not only I should say what tests, but, um, what type of tests. So whether it's saliva for certain things or blood for certain things, or also even levels of certain things, because lately I've been getting a lot of folks that are, you know, they're really seeming like they, you know, they have some thyroid functionality potential issues or some sex hormone issues. And and when they come back, you know, some of the areas are, are within normal limits, but what's kind of cool in, I guess more interesting. And so I find interesting cool when it comes to health is a lot of these levels that are considered normal or not normal have changed, especially lately have changed over the years and have, and have decreased because what a lot of times when medicine, not medicine, but, um, when they do these, um, these studies to set normal values. It's kind of like how they set the normal weight for a baby. You know, nowadays you have a kid that weighs seven pounds and that's almost like a abnormally small child because all the kid, you know, a lot of these babies are getting bigger and bigger and, and they're growing faster because they're not doing just, they're not being breastfed for 12 months. Like they used to in the, in the long, you know, a long time ago, they're introducing grains and things like that. And so that, that body weight's just naturally going to increase because you're increasing the amount of uh, carbohydrates and uh, just calories that that child is consuming. Um, and so that natural weight. And so then you got a, nor- nat- you know, a normal kid, a normal baby, and progressing perfectly fine. And they're like, oh, my gosh, we're really worried about this child because, you know, he's not super duper heavy and uh, he might be malnourished. Meanwhile, you're feeding them perfectly for years and years and years. So, um, and that falls true in hormones and any of the blood testing that we do. And so, One thing you just got to keep an eye on is even when you are uh, you are in the range, you may not be in the healthier range that you want to be in. Now, again, I'm not talking about disease states. So that can be confusing because we get our blood work. Most docs, you know, they look at it and say, oh, everything's in range. You're doing good. But we have to understand that these ranges have changed over time and a lot of them have not changed for the better. We are going off these ranges off of unhealthy 
Um, I mean, just look at the disease rates have how they have increased and the and the uh, stress rates and how that you know all again all of it is related, right? And so cortisol, all these things. When we are cortisol, you know, we're tapping into that cortisol, um, and we start burning out basically. And this is going to sound weird, but it just may it kind of makes sense in my head. Is you know, you're, you're testing yourself against a bunch of people who are equally stressed, who are, you know, kind of burnt out per se. Um, and so they have to change these ranges because really it's all statistics. It's not truly, you know, who's healthy, who's not. And so they just take this massive range of individuals. This is what, and they, so they say, okay, the normal range, and this has been huge for like things like testosterone, testosterone, the numbers just continually keep to drop, especially for, well, men and women, um, for both sexes, because the testosterone levels are dropping. Um, there's a lot of theories out there on why this is happening. They think it uh, could be because of the xenoestrogens, um, that are in our systems that are in our plastics and causing things like hypogonadism. There's different types of those. Uh, you know, there's a type one, a type two, they're even trying to find like type three, type four that are almost like an acquired hypogonadism due to lifestyle, due to chemicals in our uh, environment. So we have to understand when we look at that blood work, don't get sold on the idea as if it fits into a wide range. Because honestly, too, if you, which is kind of crazy if you think about it, you know, it's like 10 out of 10 is a perfect score, you know, like for if you're diving, right? Let's just use that. I don't know why that comes out of my head. But if you're diving in a pool, 10 out of 10 is a perfect score. So we always are going for 10. Well, and I understand why we have ranges because we are all are different. But, you know, that's why, honestly, it'd probably be a really good idea when we are at our healthiest, when we're in our teens or early 20s, we get a huge panel hormonally and et cetera. So we can see where we are. Uh, and not everybody's always healthy at 20. But you get understand what I mean there. So we can get normal lab values for us because what, unfortunately what most people are okay with in medical world is, yeah, you know, let's say a thousand is normal for a 25 year old for testosterone, but when you're 60, you know, it's okay to be 300. And so me as someone who wants to feel great, look great, be able to function at a high level for a very long period of time, why in the heck would I sit there and say, well, I want to be like that 25-year-old? Now, I know there are limitations. I'm not an idiot. But I also know that if we can, in a healthy way, move that number from 300 to closer to 1,000, I could feel better. you know, And I could do it, like I said, in a bioidentical way to where my body's not, I'm not just pumping drugs into my system just to get a desired result. Now, I'm not 100% sold on all these numbers when it comes to hormones, but there are guidelines, right? I mean, if you're a zero, that's not good. Um, a thousand in tests is usually better overall, not always, but again, so, and we are all a little bit different. Sometimes 500 people feel fantastic and that's cool. Um, and again, we're talking about free testosterone, things like that. You know, and there's also, you know, or no, I'm sorry, not free, but we're talking about total testosterone and there are numbers like free testosterone. And, and we need to be testing this in both men and women because it's vitally important to our health, longevity. And, and again, we're not talking about steroid 
dosages here. We're talking about minimal dosages, very minute dosages to pump people, to get people to a place where they are functioning optimally. Um, you know, and so that's where we have to be super careful with all of these hormones um, estrogen included, you know, there are tests out there where we can actually break out the estrogens and we can see, cause you have, and, and a lot of people don't know this is like you have E1, E2, E3. Well, most people look at E2 because E2 is the most bioavailable or the most active form of, uh, of estrogen. E2 is what spikes, uh, when women ovulate. So, a lot of times our testing with uh, saliva or urine testing, well, actually, we'll try to time it within that certain period of time within the, uh, within the menstrual cycle. So that way we can actually see that E2 spike because it's very important for females, especially females that are wanting to have ch- children who are ovulating, things like that. And so that's vitally important that we test at the right time. Now, if, you know, if you're later down the road in life and you may be in that menopause range and things like that, that E2 is nuts. But we also have to check the progesterone because progesterone is vitally important. Estrogen and progesterone have to be in balance. You know, we see so many or we hear everybody's like, I'm estrogen dominant. But it's like, are you really estrogen dominant? Because a lot of times if you just, you go off of symptoms, a lot... Sometimes they'll pump you full of progesterone. Sometimes they'll pump you full of estrogen. And sometimes you feel better doing it. Sometimes you don't. And so you have to really look at the big picture and understand that just because you feel a certain way or a certain number doesn't fit into the realm that a physician that's not looking at the whole picture thinks it should, um, a certain drug therapy may not be the ideal, you know, because again, we, we have to look at the big picture. We have to do symptoms and numbers. And we also have to look at it with a broader paintbrush than just a, well, you've got this, you've got that. So we're going to treat you with this. You know, you have to, and that's why, you know, even in our office when we do, uh, you know, our intake forms are long or, you know, we sit down for, for a bit and we talk with folks because we've got to figure out the big picture. And um, unless we know that big picture, you know, you can kind of Uh, you can just miss the boat a little bit. You know, you could be treating one thing while the other thing, and that's why our testing, you know, we we try to be as thorough as we can on our testing because, you know, as much as we want to say, you know, test these two values and we'll figure out the problem, you know, that's just not a reality. And so, you know, you just may have to get a bigger picture. But ultimately, uh, at the end of the day, there are so many good physicians out there that know this that know this science. And there are so many good ones out there that, that, um, you know, that will not only do one test, but they'll do multiple tests because they realize that different tests have different, um, importances, especially, you know, and, and, and at different times of life. And heck, like I said, even different times of the month. So, and even different times of the day. And so it's, it's pretty crazy, you know, just understanding all of that. And then also to understanding a net or not a natural, but a less invasive or a more bioidentical way to help someone get better. And so I guess the big, the big takeaway from today is one, you know, like we had talked about in the past, you got to know your numbers, but you also have to pay attention to your symptoms. You also have to pay attention to how you're feeling. How are you different now than what you were 10, 15 plus years ago? You know, are you sleeping worse are you not getting an erection in the morning like you were at one time? Um, are you stressed out to the gills? Is your lifestyle just 
I mean, are you burning the candle at both ends? Um, also too, are you not able to lose weight the way that you once thought you could or should? And then you try every diet plan in the book and it just doesn't work the way that it used to work. You know, it's, I mean, heck we're all guilty or we're all dealing with that right now. And so that's where we really have to look at this big picture when it comes to, uh, hormone health, thyroid health, cortisol, estrogen, t- uh, testosterone. And then also too, looking at more complete ways of addressing this versus just, well, I'll just do one thing. You know, again, it's, we got to, what I've heard in the, you got to backfill the pathways because these pathways, it's not just, you know, take, go to the end result. You that you don't like that. So just do that because these pathways are there. God put them there for a reason. And so we need to make sure that we are backfilling those pathways and trying to help, you know, individuals like, yourself probably and a lot of people that you know do it right because nutrition plays a role in this you know and if you just have again it's just it's like going to an oncology ward and then they feed you stuff like loaded with sugar that feeds cancer it's just crazy why would you do such a thing and then you're trying to treat it all in the same breath so i hope this all makes sense so pay attention to to so much more you know out there, understand that in this world, it's not just about being a specific, um, in a specific value, and then you you're okay. Because we get caught up in that, you know, we get caught up in that. If I'm under 200 and in, in you know on my uh, uh, overall cholesterol, then I'm healthy. My heart's healthy. That is just it's crazy, and that especially holds true in the uh, hormone world as well, hormone and biochemical world within that body. So, um, pay attention to how you've changed, pay attention to your numbers and pay attention to, to where your number, even if you're in the opt or in the uh, healthy or uh, non-clinical range is the actual, I believe the actual term for it. If you're in that range, what, where within that range are you? Because different, you know, you, you know, different parts of that range may be optimal for you. So if there's anything we can ever do, holler at us. Um, but, uh, you know, I hope this just opens your eyes again that we get caught up in this. And I, and I have been too. I mean, in the last few years, I've been caught up in it. And so, um, you know, and I'm just ever changing and trying to learn. And as, I'm, as I learn, I try to help you guys learn as well. So um, I hope this makes sense. Please hand this and send this out to everyone you love and care about because I guarantee they're looking at their numbers right now, maybe once a year on their, on their blood work and they're getting the, hey, everything's okay. And meanwhile, they're slowly deteriorating and just going down this, you know, because they don't tell you the antidepressants that they're on. They don't tell you the Synthroid that they're on. They don't tell you about all that stuff. They just, oh, yeah, I got my annual thing. And doc said I was all right. And, uh, you know, I hear it all the time. And it's, it's, it's scary. It really is scary when you have, depending upon the eyes you have, looking at, at all of that different testing. And then also, too, making sure it's the correct testing for the – you know, for what you're trying to find. So God bless you all. Have an awesome day and uh, stay tuned for many, many, many more episodes about all of the awesome things that are out there in the health world and healthcare and nutrition and exercise and you name it. So God bless. This episode of the Infinite Living Project has ended, but be sure to subscribe to hear the latest and greatest health and wellness information on the face of the earth. And please don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you and your family the best health content available. And one last request, 
please, if you know other people out there that are eager to learn and eager to hear just great quality health information, please share this podcast with the people that you love and care about. God bless and have a great day. The products and services and the claims made about specific products and services on or through the site have not been evaluated by the United States Food and Drug Administration and are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. The information provided on this podcast, a website, or any other media of Dr. Ryan Cleland is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a substitute for advice from your physician or other healthcare professional or any information contained on or in any product label or packaging. You should not use this information on this podcast or any other media of Dr. Ryan Cleland for diagnosis or treatment or any health problem or for prescription or any medication or other treatment. You should consult with a healthcare professional before starting any diet, exercise, or supplementation program, before taking any medication, or if you have or suspect you may have a health problem. Statements regarding dietary supplements, lab testing, medications, and or medical procedures have not been evaluated by the FDA and are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease or health condition.